Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. One of the key pieces of advice for dealing successfully with a bushfire is have a plan. Farmers are now using the same approach with drought and climate variability. G'day, I'm Drew Radford and one of the ways farmers are being helped to create these plans is through the Farm Business Resilience Program. In this season of AgVic Talk, we're taking a virtual climate bus tour to look at how farmers are preparing for drought and climate variability. Our first stop is Frank Casella, who farms beef cattle near Lakes Entrance. The drought of 2017-18 left a lasting impression upon him. Since then, he's done a lot of planning, focusing on ensuring his business and family are never affected in the same way again. We're close to Lake Sanders, but it's still about an hour away. We're actually down uh, uh, Dutson, and we've got another property down um, Hawkins Road, Sea Spray. And there's the three properties that we um, farm Angus beef cattle. And that's been a family operation, I understand, Frank? Yes, it has, yeah. My late father, Alex, started farming up here in the early 70s. And then um, my brother, Lou, and myself, we both farm on our property. Growing up on those properties, you would have seen some droughts, but I understand 2017, 2019, like for most people, was something you hadn't seen before well and truly. I remember all the previous droughts. I can give you all the years. 2017, 2018 was really bad. 2019 wasn't much better. Then we started getting the rain and getting the east coast lows come in again and um, things are pretty good at the moment. We've had well above average rainfall and things are great. Things are great now, but during that drought period, what happened to your herd? During that drought period, yeah, we um, it was pretty sad having to sell cattle, some of our best cattle. It was a horrible period. Yeah, there was, wasn't much feed and we used all our supply of hay and it was hard sourcing the hay and buying grain and it was a pretty tough period for all the farmers in this district. I get the impression that you really came out of that going, we've got to do things differently in the future to deal with this if it occurs again or when it occurs again, probably more than likely. Yeah, very true. We'd started on a journey prior to the 2017 drought. We'd put in some 8-inch PVC infrastructure and along with 2-inch poly pipe to access dams for stock water but it just wasn't enough like with three different locations our properties so it helped with what we did but we knew once that drought came we had to do so much more and that's what we're doing we're always investing in infrastructure for stock water and doing a bit of irrigation. Part of that process so I understood you undertook the farm business resilience program what did you get out of that i actually found it really good it was um there was like five modules involved it was great hearing other farmers because it was on via zoom i picked up a lot of good things some of the the biggest thing i got was a swot analysis it looks at your your strengths your weaknesses and your opportunities and your threats to your business so around all of that i've um, put things in place with regards to dry season in our business so what are some of the key things that you've taken from that SWOT analysis 
and started implementing on your property. I'm getting the impression too, this isn't something you fix overnight. This is a long-term plan you're putting in place. What we're working on um, is more infrastructure and automation. So we've done a bit of irrigation as well. So, and that's all automated via field app on my phone. So I can stop and start that. And I can see everything going on with the irrigation, where it's irrigating, what the pressures are. I know how the bore's running. I also can see how much power I'm using because I've put a bit of solar in. Furthermore, we're installing tanks to supply troughs with um, a level indication that comes back to my phone. And actually, that was great on Module 3, the AgTech discussion there um, with Mark Sloan. There's some really good information there. While the going's good, we're spending money on infrastructure because droughts will come and go and to be better prepared for next time and even in Module 4, the Seasonal Risk and uh, Workshop, that was really good too. I learned a lot about soil management. Just simple things like maintaining 70% ground cover, you know, rotational grazing, stock containment areas in dry conditions and feed budgeting. Um, soil testing, you know, that's a big thing, especially with soil carbon. I think that's an area of watch this space. There'll be a lot of information and this program touches on that and they probably might tweak it for the future ones, but it gives you access to all those people with Agriculture Victoria for information to help you with your business plan. Because at the end of it, Module 5, you review your plan, and at the end of it, you'll have your own plan completed. So going forward, if you start getting into a dry season, you've got the mitigation, you've got the farm plan, and you've got the SWOT analysis to know what to do at different times because as farmers, when the going gets tough, it's hard to make the right decision. So if you have a plan in place, you refer to it and follow the mitigation as part of your plan. This sounds like there are so many benefits from actually doing this. You're carefully managing your soil, you're carefully managing that other resource, water, to make sure you're okay. But having that plan in place also sounds like that's actually good for your health and well-being as well, Frank, so that you can confidently go into another period like this and go, okay, I've, I've done everything I can this time. Yeah, that's right. You have a vision. You know, at the end of the day, we all do what we do for our family and to maintain a good good health and enjoy it with, with our family. That's why we do what we do. It's, you know, for our family. Frank, I'd imagine that plan is also fairly important as well in terms of dealing with finances, banks, etc., to say, look, well, this is, this is my business plan. This is how I'm setting up to deal with the future. Yeah, well, that's right. It's, it's all about you want to re- reduce your debt and be sustainable for an ever-changing climate. And part of this, doing this resilience program, being around good people is how you improve yourself. So with uh, AgVic and this Brazilians program, you've got all the experts in their field to help you to become successful, become a better business. Yeah, Frank, I understand you've done the whole farm planning process in the past. What drove you then to go on to do this course? Well, I'm always looking to improve on the year before. Every now and again, I do look on the AgVic website and I saw this business resilience program and I thought, well, this is pretty timely, given we've just come through one of the worst droughts in the Wellington Shire. So um, I signed up and to do it um, online, and I thought it was fantastic. Talking to others from different areas of Victoria about what they do and you know, sharing experiences, then 
also breaking out into groups and these workshops, I've found it really, really good. What would you say to other farmers who might be contemplating doing the course? Why should they get involved? I think it's a great program to be a, a part of. Um, most farmers, you have a mental note of things you do at different times of the year. This here helps you formate a plan and get to put it all in place so it's ready to go. I already know at different months of the year, you know, the rainfall drops off and season starts to dry out. I'll go to my SWOT analysis and I'll look at the risk matrix and I know exactly what I need to do rather than, you know, leave it till too late, then things go backwards. Lastly, Frank, what do you reckon farmers need to be doing right now to be able to manage climate variability? I believe um, while the going's good, invest in infrastructure for stock water so that you can access all the dams on your property or even set up backup plans so that, you know, if your bore breaks down, you've got capacity for stock water, even hay supply, like we've got plenty of hay and we're going to be doing silage later this year. So I'm all about infrastructure for stock water, irrigation, automation. There's so much technology there to make your life easy. And these people at AgVic and this resilience program will help you get that information so that you can make your life easier. There's more time to spend with your family. Frank Casella is very passionate about making life better, especially after he saw other local farmers suffer debilitating mental health impacts from the drought. Agriculture Victoria's Kit Duncan-Jones is responsible for delivering the Farm Business Resilience Program. He says it's all about ensuring farmers are better prepared for droughts and climate variability. Well, it's really about providing farmers with the information and tools that they need to be better prepared. And there's sort of three key areas that the program helps them out with this. One is supporting them to do a self-assessment of their farm business. So we use a farm fitness checklist to do that. And it has a range of questions that farmers go through and answer from the financial side of their business, the people side of their business, and also the natural resource side of the business, so the soils and water and the landscape. And the farmers go through that and they identify areas where they've nailed it, and the, but they also identify areas where they could do some improvements to strengthen their business. Then we also run a heap of events and services which support farmers to develop skills and better management practices to improve those sides of their business. So run a range of workshops on the finance side of things, so how to make a profitable farm decision. On the people side of things, when it comes to farm safety, managing people on farm and not just employees but also your farm family members and making sure you're communicating well and you're all on the same page of where you want your business to be and then also importantly on the soils and um, water how can you better manage those resources and set your farm up for future success in that space. And the last point is really bringing it all home in a plan. So we support farmers through the program to develop a farm business plan. And this plan sets out the goals which will help a farmer strengthen their business into the short and long term and includes an action plan at the end which they can implement to make that happen. It's really been shown that farmers that have a plan and undertake regular planning are in a better spot when it comes to droughts or other key
key business shocks that they may face, natural disasters like fires and floods, but also market disruptions and financial pressures, which um, we've been seeing a bit recently, how you get across those. And, you know, it's going to have an impact, these sorts of events. But if you're prepared, thought about it, you're going to come out the other end in a stronger position and get back to being a successful farm business. It sounds like a remarkable education opportunity as well, though, Kit. You know, not everyone gets the chance to go and do a business degree, but this sounds to some extent like a, a compressed version of that, but bringing in the key elements that are crucial to running a farm business. I tend to agree, Drew, and um, it's certainly a holistic program looking at all the elements within a farm business. And yeah, there's not, not a heap of... Um, courses out there which really focus on all those things and as you say there's there's some courses where you can really get into the detail of business management and undertake a cert or that sort of thing but this one's a bit more packaged up for farmers who often short on time struggle to get to you know those in-depth long-term programs just with all the demands they have on farm and this one provides an opportunity for them to come along get some new skills that they're really interested in to improve their business. What sort of reactions and responses are you getting from primary producers that have been involved? Yes, we've had a, a range of different farmers get involved in the program. We've had um, people new to farming come along and get a lot out of the program in developing a new plan for their new business. And equally, we've had experienced farmers come along to the program and yeah, just develop new skills. And, you know, it might even be something simple like a decision support tool, like a SWOT, um, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Um, so looking at a certain element of your business and undertaking a SWOT analysis to make an informed decision. And you can then apply that tool to all different areas of your business, which really helps you make an informed decision going forward and hopefully one that um, yeah, will get you the outcome you're hoping to achieve. I would have thought too, Kit, that a detailed business plan would be really important for primary producers these days when dealing with financiers as well. You know, you go to a bank, they'd surely they'd want something like this to say, yeah, I've thought about my business and what the future threats may be. I could imagine it'd be kind of helpful on that front as well. It certainly does. And finance is a critical aspect of many decisions on farms. So often in our plan, we support the farmers with their goals and we ask them to think about, well, is that financially suitable? Is it achievable? Have you got the resources to actually make it happen? And do you have the skills? But you're right, having a plan in place helps you communicate not only with your business partners, um, your family, but also others outside of the business. So yeah, going to the bank, talking about what you're hoping to achieve. This is my plan. Kit, you mentioned there, you know, they certainly need to be thinking about their finances when developing this plan. What else should people consider when they think of undertaking farm business resilience? So farmers, when thinking about undertaking the farm business resilience program, should really consider where their business is at now and where they want their business to be. And I guess the program can also support them with that in terms of identifying where their business is currently at through the farm fitness checklist. But then in terms of they've got goals, whether it's about transition between the generations. So we've had a number of farmers in the older spectrum of life look at what the farm's doing and looking at the children and others coming along and what the farm business is going to look like going forward. So the program can support them with that and what a transition looks like across the generations. We've spoken about farm finances and how the program can support farmers to make a profitable farm decision, whether it's um, selling or holding stock when to sow your pastures, when to expand your land, are you better off buying land or um, getting into leasing arrangements 
to grow your business, but also around the soil side of things and different practices you can do on your farm with your soils and water to grow better pastures and crops or whatever other products you're looking to grow on your farm. Kid, it sounds like this is something that's really beneficial to get involved with. So how does someone get started with the Farm Business Resilience Program. To get involved, I recommend farmers head to the Agriculture Victoria website at agriculture.vic.gov.au forward slash FBRP, which stands for the Farm Business Resilience Program. And on there, you'll find details about the program and also an opportunity to register your interest to participate in the program. So when services become available in your local area, and we'll get in touch and um, see if you want to get involved. I'd also recommend that farmers follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We post um, FBR, Farm Business Resilience Programs, on there from time to time. Kit, it sounds like fabulous work to be involved with, important work, and and I guess satisfying work as well. Kit Duncan-Jones, Project Leader for the Farm Business Resilience Program, thank you for taking the time and joining us for this AgVic Talk podcast. Thank you very much, Drew. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to AgVic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne.